You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's Archer After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's Afterbuzz TV's Archer After Show. Why, hello there, listening audience. You are listening to AfterBuzz, and we are talking Archer, Season 5, Episode 2. We're getting in there. We're getting in there slowly but surely. Or is it Archer Vice, Season 1? Ooh. <laughs> Title of the episode being Vice. A Kiss While Dying, which is probably by far the most literal title that we've ever seen in the Archer universe. Well, except for the whole not dying. Right. <laughs> That's true. And uh, uh, I guess there was also the Sea Tund episode, which was fairly literal. They were on the <laughs> But anyways, why are we dipping You're back right. into the past? It's all about living in the present, if you ask me. And who is me? Who am I? I'm Greg Goodness. Welcome, Greg. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Riot Harry. I'm Scott Moore. And I'm Zach Wilson. <laughs> All right, so let's dive right in, because this is sort of the template for the new season. Mm-hmm. We've already had the introductory episode of Archer, where we say, that's it, we're done, we're burning ISIS to the ground, <laughs> and now we are full-on cocaine dealers in the world <laughs> of Archer. And what a fantastic ride it was <laughs> for this first episode. Well, this episode was... Almost like another little transition of like mm-hmm. we got a little bit of like more mentions of ISIS and like reestablishing, I guess, in case people missed the pilot, mm-hmm. like what's going on. Except for the building is exactly like ISIS, but it's a it's on the corner. And instead of it being in a tall, you know, building, it's a big house. It's the, like a, mansion, yeah, a mansion, but it's all in the same corner as yeah. ISIS. Yeah, same screenshot of that. The Adams family, <laughs> mansion, yeah. I believe it was referred to. And that actually brings us right into what we want to get off our all of our chests, I think, is that this episode showed that there are a lot of similarities between the old ISIS job right. and, surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, the new cocaine runner job. <laughs> uh, I thought it was particularly interesting that they are once again sort of going into covert territory, and they're meeting up with some old friends. Mm-hmm. We actually got to meet up with... Uh, uh, the names are Ramon, Charles, and Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I always forget that they're Charles and Rudy. I just assume that they are the two honeypot guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what always comes to my mind. Oh, my gosh, you sneeze glitter. <laughs> newspaper over their face. Was this a welcome introduction? Did we want to see these guys back in on the first episode of the new season, first real episode? Yeah, or right. do you think we should have gone in maybe a different direction, introduce some new characters, some new crazy drug runners? What do you guys think? I don't know. I think I liked how they brought them in. I thought we still have a new, hopefully a new character that's going to come out because you know who is someone that's the actual dealer for them. Mm-hmm. So we don't know who that right. exactly is. So it's kind of nice to have familiar faces. And Thompson Le- Lena, Lena, I can't pronounce his last name, but the voice of Charles, I mm-hmm. love him. I love when he plays that character. 
So happy yeah. he's not so, dead, <laughs> right? Because yeah, now he lives to be snarky yet again. Right. I, I, I do agree. I think it, it's sort of like when you go into a new job, but you still use a lot of the old contacts because you know them. It's that kind of thing. It's like you're going to refer to your old contacts when you go in in this new business. And so it was not, It was an interesting choice, but I, I did like it. I liked uh, that they were back, too. I like Charles and Rudy coming right. back. They were they're fun. Exactly. Uh, Ramon Lamone, eh. <laughs> uh, he, well, like, I didn't mind seeing him again. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as strong, uh, like, an episode as he had the first time uh, around. Yeah, because you really do have him being introduced right. like a freight train on that <laughs> yeah. first episode. And just that sort of figuring out what their relationship is all about the first time around is really fun. And I thought it was fun to see it progress. I guess I had a little bit different of opinion as <laughs> you, Zach. I thought it was really fun to see it progress and sort of go into the more nitty-gritty of that mm-hmm. relationship. And possibly the requited aspect of that relationship. Right. That <laughs> Archer is willing to kiss him. Although, to be fair, if someone is dying in front of me and their last wish is like Greg I just I just want one smooch I would I would comb the bristles from my beard and I would man up and I would do that really you would kiss them until they were dead well, when I was <laughs> dead, you are twisted out, right? That's just, and I appreciate that you are. I will say, Greg, go ahead and put that down then. Yeah. Put it into my medical directive oh my now. On real. tape for perpetuity. Right. Do we have any volunteers? What? I mean, that would be kind of fun. If you are dying and you need a man to kiss you. <laughs> you know, man kissing aside, what I'm going to throw out there is that I thought that this was sort of a continuation of what we talked about last week, where Adam Reed and the rest mm-hmm. of the creators, and Adam Reed talks about this a little in an AV Club interview that he gave, which we're going to be talking about right. later in the show. We'll tease that. He talked about how the first episode was, like we hypothesized, mm-hmm. a transitional episode, and sort of reassuring everybody that everything is going to be okay, mm-hmm. this is still the Archer that you know and love. So this is an episode, again, in my opinion, where we had classic characters coming back. So it's like, oh, I recognize that. That's right. cool. We had them going on what could have easily been an ISIS mission if you swap out cocaine mm-hmm. for maybe blueprints or mm-hmm. nuclear launch codes or something. And it's a nice way to dive back into this is the new world, but this is also the old world. Yeah, and, and have those familiar characters because I think what you were saying, if they were to throw in all new characters, it would be a little little too much, I think, right now with this transition. But I also like this episode's back to its old pacing. You know, it's like, this is the this is the Archer pacing. It's very fast. It's it's, it's almost hard to keep up with because there's so much going on right. in such a short amount of time. No yeah. more trailers for the right. rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Playing at the end. And I love how they made Pam the new uh, Cheryl, in a way, because she's right. very high energy because of yeah. her cocaine. But, yeah. I mean, we'll get into that, but yeah. I just, I love that change mm-hmm. for it. I mean, Archer straight up just gives a little speech about how it's going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> they have the same training. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're, now yep. they're just coke runners. They were mm-hmm. special agents. Potato patreason. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you bring up a very interesting point, though, about Pam uh, and how Pam is now addicted to cocaine. We've established <laughs> that in a very short period of time. So, if anything, I guess Archer is now a cautionary tale about the dangers of drug use. 
Just once, kids. That's all it takes. If you wear a body cast made of cocaine just once. Six I hours. Know, yeah. Six hours, yeah. though. I know you think that like your friends go and say, oh, man, it's cool. We're just going to hang out. We're going to build a body cast of cocaine. We're just going to hang out for a little bit. It'll be really cool. And you think, oh, I just want to try it. But Pam is living proof, guys. You will get addicted. I don't know. It sounds kind of fun. And people will push you around. And you get to have that cocaine sense. I mean, I'm not... Okay, I just kind of buried you myself You just it like it was spider no, right? sense. <laughs> Kids, cocaine gives you hey, super bad. <laughs> hey, you can lose weight, so, you know. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't? <laughs> okay, but in all seriousness, Pam was on the track to be a good agent. We saw mm-hmm. her in the field. Right. She mm-hmm. rescued the Pope. She also killed the Pope, but she <laughs> rescued the Pope for yeah. the most part. And now, this episode, I thought, showed... I guess I should put it to you guys. Is Pam a liability now? I think she's going to mm-hmm. be helpful, honestly. I feel that mm-hmm. her... Because hes- she was hesitant as an agent in a way because she didn't really know. And she's, she's Pam. Mm-hmm. And now she's just going to go head first and not even think about it. Do Archer-like. And mm-hmm. I think she's going to pull it off. I hope so. You know, because it was. It was sort of like, is she going to be so distracted by the coke that she won't be able to do what she needs to do? That was my only concern. Well, she, she was certainly, <laughs> but she was focused on yeah. the only on the coke, on the coke yeah. and that was it. So at some uh, point, get her out of that. At some mindset. point, she's gonna just be coked out and like run down. Right. There's gonna be some like big gun battle about to go down. She's gonna charge him <laughs> and just bowl over an entire hit squad of some kind, and she'll be successful yeah. at it. <laughs> so now we have her as more of a wild card, but she also has. Apparently, super perception and superhuman strength. <laughs> so, cocaine, the wonder drug. Well, apparently. Lana, Lana says at one point she's coke strong. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> Though she was already Pam strong. Yeah. So, oh my God, guys, can you imagine? <laughs> she, we are literally dealing with the Hulk now. Yes. Pam is Bruce Banner, and cocaine is her gamma ray radiation. <laughs> the White Hulk. <laughs> the White Pumpkin Hulk, I believe. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so she used to be on track. She's obviously going to be in the field because Ray is incapacitated and Cheryl is busy pursuing her dreams of becoming a country singer. Mm-hmm. Is she going to be playing a bigger role in all of these missions? Is she, as we already knew, she was sort of into weird underground bum fights and uh, underground street racing, a whole lot of underground dealings. It seems like Pam might be the logical choice to start dealing with all these underground shady characters. Right. I feel like she's going to be a good sacrifice for them. Like, they'll use her kind of like what they would do with Ray and make him go in right. certain ways. I think they're going to use her, and she'll do it, and she'll mm-hmm. not be care. successful. Yeah, exactly. Nothing will hurt her because she has the, the invisible field of cocaine protecting her, you know? Mm-hmm. She's a layer of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> she's sweating it still. Yeah. And we already know that she has an extremely high tolerance. They call it out in the episode. Yeah, I love how straightforward this season has been. <laughs> where it's just like, we're going to just lay out all the logic problems right on the line. You've done like a pound of cocaine. You should be dead. Right. Well, because you've never felt better. <laughs> you're not allowed to complain about logic problems if the show acknowledges them. <laughs> That's right. It sort of takes it away. It takes away the power from the viewer. It's like, all right, kids, we know this is weird, but more so the commenters. Yeah, oh. damn you, Adam Reed. <laughs> Come on, man, we're trying to pick apart the tiny discrepancies in your show. Help us help you, and by help I mean tear you down slightly. <laughs> 
but in a most loving way. But they really, right. but the, he really does like make a point of like going in to explain everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's making sure you get they. <laughs> They basically pitch the show again in this episode. It's the A-Team meets Scarface. Yeah. Oh, and how great <laughs> right. of a comparison was that? Because yeah. then immediately it was like, I'm on board with this. Right. I'm okay. <laughs> I can see why Archer is on board with this. Archer now views himself as, I guess, presumably the new, well, Murdoch maybe? He was a character, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super up on my A-Team. But I think that Pam is definitely the new Mr. T. Because <laughs> she is yeah. very large, she's very crazy, <laughs> and she is just willing to go in mm-hmm. and wreck stuff and do anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, speaking of commenters and our uh, tiny commenters that we are, uh, we have to give some shout outs to people who were kind enough to go in on the YouTube page mm-hmm. and uh, throw in their two cents. Uh, Elite194 thinks that Krieger is somehow involved in Lana's baby. We were talking about that mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. throwing out our uh, own opinions. And uh, he mentions it's very plausible because he is basically a boy from Brazil, so really capable of anything. Um, there was also a nice gentleman who I'm just going to assume his YouTube account was deleted because <laughs> I couldn't check on his name later on, but he mentioned that he thinks that it's Ray's baby. Because they once had a drunken conversation about what beautiful babies they would make. And I'd have to mm. agree with him. I'm pretty sure I commented before it disappeared, but I agreed with him. I didn't even think of that in mm-hmm. that conversation. That's, uh, that's an interesting one. It'd be a yeah. good drama. Yeah. I'd like it. I'd enjoy it. Baby yeah. mama drama? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I just went up for the layup and you shot me down. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Williams uh, pointed out that we incorrectly identified the opening song right. in the pilot as uh, Swan Lake, when really it was a William Tell or something. Uh, it was a William Tell song. It's not the William Tell Overture, Aaron. Here's the thing, is that we looked it up, and then we immediately forgot it. I'm not sure if the cocaine from the episode is somehow coming through the airwaves into us. But then I think we'd be more super focused and, like, really in tune with what it was. I don't know. The point being, guys, that we really do appreciate those comments. We appreciate your reaching out. So do that on YouTube. Also, go in on iTunes. Go in on subscribe. Go ahead and rate us. Give us a few comments. Let us know what you think because that's important to us. That's the only way that we can keep the lights on Mm -hmm. around here and in our swollen swollen. I was going to say egos, but hearts is Lights so much, in our hearts. Yeah, hearts is so much more friendly. A couple yeah. of Q's would love some A's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> We're talking about hearts. You know what hearts do? They right. sing. Oh, I was going to say they beat. <laughs> like when that's fine Pam had to... <laughs> Guys, we need to get on the same page. I know. We're just we're not we're not there today. The, it's, the chemistry's off. Yeah. Okay. What, is, what did your heart tell about, you? I was thinking about Pam in that moment in the in the episode. We're not just focusing on Pam. I know. You know who else is in this episode? <laughs> Cheryl Carroll. And it turns out she can sing. Which the entire episode was about how she couldn't sing. Right. Yeah. 
for her uh, little plot point. And for the love of God, we cannot figure out what the <laughs> reference is. When Ray is in the window and the light mm-hmm. is shining down, and he's saying, no, again. It wasn't X-Men, was it? Was it, profe- uh, what's no. his name, the professor? Xavier. Xavier. No. No. Singing lessons. No, it wasn't the, the singing lessons, but it's where he's in the in the wheelchair. With the, with the blanket. The, the blanket. Yeah. And that's and what I was thinking. Electric. Is that yeah. from that? Is it from that? I, the I want part? people to let us know what that is. I think yeah. it's the second part. The first part is from a movie. I've yeah. seen it, and it's like a, an Oscar-winning movie, and they're fighting. I, if See, was... that's why they have to comment and subscribe, people. <laughs> yes. you got to let us know what that is because it's driving us all crazy. I had no exactly. service to look at. 1,000 <laughs> internets to the person <laughs> who can name that reference. Oh, man. But she can sing, yeah. the point mm-hmm. being, after all, uh, Krieger wired up some <laughs> cameras in the hallways, bedrooms, bathrooms, bathrooms, yeah. bathrooms, yes. and bathrooms, <laughs> and we now know that Cheryl Carroll can sing. One of so, them was just straight up in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's very plausible. Right. It's all within the realm of him being Krieger. Uh, the thing that I noticed about this is that Mallory, you could literally see her going, yes, <laughs> yes, and twiddling her thumbs in anticipation. Uh, why do you guys think that Mallory is now so involved in Cheryl Carroll's singing career? Some money? Because exactly what you just okay. said. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she has nothing else to That's do. right. Now. She sees money, you know, dollar signs in her. Well, those are two very different points. Now, the money thing, we just saw that the drug thing is not going well right. for the Archer crew. They just picked up a whole briefcase full of Monopoly money and turns out they thought they murdered some people but didn't murder some people. So they do need a source of income. So maybe Mallory sees dollar signs? Right. That's what I was, and the fact that she can be kind of bossy again, you know, because that's what she was used to doing and now in this different role she can't necessarily be the boss. Mm-hmm. So in a way being the manager for her would let her kind of be that kind of person again as well so now she did set up the drug deal but we're still very much operating in that shadowy zone right. where it's mallory knows there's a whole lot of people that we will not know <laughs> probably for at least a few more episodes to come but yeah i definitely agree there that it, mallory seems bored she's <laughs> uh just wandering around a big old mansion <laughs> with her glass of glendooly <laughs> and trying to make sense of the world and maybe this is an outlet for her to go in and be controlling and slowly degrade and ruin someone else for her own profit, as we've seen her do in the past. Yeah, her own little project. Mm-hmm. She likes to do with Cyril, you know. Uh, quick question. <laughs> Cyril, he, we just learned that he was a lawyer, right, in this season. Yeah, yeah. So did you guys see the reference? I don't know if it was a reference or anything, but how similar he was to Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad, how he's got to launder the money now, and he's that person. And he had the suitcase with the money, and he knows that it was fake money. Yeah, well, kind of give him more credit in this season. Than yeah, that. that's actually a really good, a good point. Is that Cyril is now yeah. also more on the ball? Yeah, as much as we've sort of blown everybody up, now mm-hmm. uh, Cheryl Carroll is doing her own thing and yeah. doing it well. Cyril is competent. For yeah, once. Right. Well, I feel like Cyril's always been competent. He's just been surrounded by incompetence. Letting a sex Like, he's, a, he's <laughs> always good at, like, finding the money or, like, mm-hmm. hiding the money where necessary. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's always established as a good accountant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he's going to be good at laundering well, I always thought he came across as, uh, and I know what you're saying, like, he was good, but he always came across as sort of maybe it was underappreciated or there was just something about him previously that maybe now he will get that appreciation. But he did. He came across as just... Just on 
top of everything this time that was just I don't know what it was exactly. I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, I guess it. in a Coke in a Coca <laughs> dealing organization, the yeah. accountant is a lot more important right. than <laughs> in the uh, spy business. Apparently, yeah. when he was telling Archer that it was fake money, the way mm-hmm. Archer took it was mm-hmm. as though he was right and that he's higher powered than him. And oh, Archer messed up versus the other way around mm-hmm. where they kind of just yell at Sarah. Yeah, and always kind of blamed him for yeah. everything and kind of yeah. To be fair, though, even in the realm of Archer's crazy (laughs) universe, it would be really hard to blame Cyril for something going wrong there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was definitely a Cyril-free operation this time around. I don't know. But it would be interesting to see where that all progresses. You're absolutely right. That's Cyril. Both Cyril and Cheryl Carroll now as competent in their jobs. (laughs) And how are they going to be connected when they're on the road, too? Mm-hmm. Like, is Cheryl Carroll going to be on the road with them? Exactly. And then, real quick, with Ray being in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. reference to that, what was the reference to him being in his underwear near the end? He, like, he had a suit on when he passed oh, out drunk, yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden he's in his underwear. Yeah. And Sarah looks at him. Oh, I thought yeah. that was always just Does him being that? a drunkie. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like at the end of the, at the, end of the night. how drunk oh, yeah. he got. <laughs> That could be. There, a could, be more, there could be more to it. You're right. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really catch it either. I was like, oh, I seen the night. That's I don't know if typical. it had to connect with our connection of what he was supposed to reference mm-hmm. to. So I'm just gonna yeah. throw that out there. You know, some cues, waiting for some A's. <laughs> You're really gonna latch on to that <laughs> phrase. That's great. I, I love it. Gonna own it. <laughs> Speaking of Q and A's. <laughs> You see how smooth we're getting here, guys? <laughs> we uh, were the whole able... season of this. Yeah. Well, well hold Stay up. tuned, guys. Before we get to the Adam Reed stuff, yeah. can we talk about Woodhouse? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I know. I didn't want to forget that either. I was going to make sure we talked about Woodhouse. He's in the... Oh, he's in the pool. <laughs> like, like the Biltmore Estate pool. Like, that's what it, I thought of when I saw that. A hollowed out pool where yeah. I didn't see a ladder, so I don't <laughs> yeah. know how he got either in I think or there was out. A, I think there was a ladder. Oh, yeah? came out from it, the shallow end. I don't know. <laughs> but he's he's moved in. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a bench and like... Right. And a cot, it looked yeah. like. A little... <laughs> I wonder how long he's been talking to himself to help hope that someone will just show up and help him out. You know, yeah. As soon as they cut to him when... Um, mm. Echoing into the yeah, like, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera's, hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so glad he's back, though. Mm-hmm. We'll so, see I more. Was, I, was worried well, about I guess he's not the lead ringer, then, for the cocaine. As, no. No, I don't mean to Not yet. Not yet, but we, who knows? Yeah. The season is young. <laughs> the season is young. Maybe, well, we have at, le- well, at least one, if not two different mystery people floating around right, right now. Mm-hmm. We have who who did Mallory call mm-hmm. in the pilot? And then who is this master drug kingpin? And are they the same person? I think they are. Mm-hmm. Although why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why would Mallory then arrange this whole thing between intermediates when she could just theoretically go directly to the source? Because she didn't know. Mm, interesting. Maybe she did. Just maybe she did. There's She's so go. much mystery <laughs> here, you guys. I'll bet it's going to be played by Jeffrey Tambor, though. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, please God, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that interview, guys, in this week's uh, special segment, slash news and gossip, mm-hmm. slash uh, beautifulness. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. So... Last week, we heard a little bit from Matt Thompson, who's an executive producer on the show. Mm-hmm. This week, we got the man himself, the big head cheese, head honcho, Adam Reed, talking to AV Club, dropping some knowledge about the newest season, transitions from old. 
Uh, talked a lot about the old stuff, sort of uh, common ground. FX was okay with this transition, and it was a really interesting sort of thought process mm-hmm. that went into it. Uh, I don't know how far you guys get into the article. My favorite little oh, I tidbit. I read the whole thing. Okay. I'm a good boy. Good. My favorite part is that we got a little bit of teaser for season six. That's right. We're only two episodes in, but we're already speculating about where this will all all end. What? Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler alert, guys. He's thinking about setting the rest of season six, the rest of the entirety of season six. Spoiler alert. Thank you. (laughs) In a prison. Yep. So we theoretically yeah. know that things aren't going to end well <laughs> for the Archer crew in their cocaine dealing that would, endeavors. That would be really funny if it, we spend like season five in doing this coke thing. Then they go to jail and then they get out and they like go back to Spine. <laughs> back to spine. Or it would be really sad if season six ends up being it and they end it like Seinfeld and then I'd be really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it all it ends. It just ends on... <laughs> 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 that's the very end. Which they would totally uh, do, too. They would just right. play the music. I don't like the prison idea. I don't no? like that because even uh, what Archer says it to Lana, or Lana says it to Archer, idiot, we're not going to be in the same cell when they were in the first episode um, yeah. being interrogated. So that means we're going to lose characters. There are co-ed prisons. It's a thing. Right. Like no, it's not. No, they could do a white collar, like, you know, mixed prison. There's got to no, be. No, it's really, it's really a like, thing. Like a white collar. Is it? Yeah, there is a, a minimum secured, and they're not where these people would go. <laughs> <laughs> For mostly treason, that's what yeah. oh. Any other interesting tidbits you guys gleaned from that uh, article? I was distracted Clearly by the prison not. thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I did, just... but my brain kind of just shut down on me, so now I forgot I have to reboot it. No, we all just latched <laughs> onto the prison cocaine? thing. You want some cocaine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, then let's use those super cocaine powers that we've all somehow absorbed through the television <laughs> to predict... Ooh. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. It's like a cleanse. Just all the badness from the week just builds and yes. builds and builds until I hear that spooky theremin and music. The lighting. That's classy now, the lighting. All right. Given what we've learned in this revelatory new episode, predict something. I don't want to go. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I, 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 know, I, was like, <laughs> I wash my hands. I'm done. Um, I will say that, I, and this is what I found interesting, is that I think that the front company, you know, the, 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 the cover will be Cheryl Carroll going on tour. And that's the way they're going to do the Coke. And oh, uh, yeah. so their whole front will be her. Ticket and that's sales. how she will be. Yes. And that's how she'll be involved. And maybe they'll follow her on tour or her tour will follow them on whatever their their mission is so that way she's involved and that it looks legit and mallory's the manager so i am predicting that she will be there i mean company there yeah i figure they're gonna stuff the cocaine in the bottom of the tour bus <laughs> <laughs> we did see in the little like archer flash right. we saw get the biker gang mm-hmm. try to which they mentioned in this episode the biker gang uh, being a problem right Attacking Char- Charlene. Charlene. <laughs> uh, I love that too. Charlene. <laughs> oh man, I don't think I can predict anything either. I'm so now latched on <laughs> oh. to your idea. But isn't it great? I mean, when you think about it, you're like, okay, now they can go on tour, it and it has legitimacy. Sense. Yeah, I have, I have an idea now. Okay, I, have, I just, I just didn't want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mallory's going to be the one behind the whole cocaine the uh, the one that the boss of Ray or not Ray Ramon and uh Charles and Rudy. I think she's the one 
and she's monop- like being in Monopoly or whatever that theory business tactic is. Conspiracy yes, theory? Yes, conspiracy. Oh, conspiracy. <laughs> she, uh, she's going to be the one. And she's going to get money from that and money from Cheryl Carroll or whatever her group name's going to be and is going to be rich and screw over Archer and Lana. I could totally see that because, like, yes, it appears that she didn't make any money from this mm-hmm. deal, yeah. but this could be her way to get the cocaine away from all the rest of the people so she can keep all the money for yeah. herself. Because oh. she set up her assets for somewhere else, so I think she's behind it. And then Ray is still going to be in this wheelchair wheelchair and get drunk. <laughs> so it's just be. a typical day yeah. yeah. for Ray. And he's going to get naked again. Ray descends into <laughs> alcoholism. He winds up at the bottom of the pool with Woodhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we're going to see Ray pulling some sick 540s in that pool on his wheelchair. He's going to go extreme with it, you guys. On cocaine or not? Obviously on cocaine. It gives you superpowers. You have to sample your product. Come on. All right, guys. I think that about does it for us here. Uh, If you want to follow me on the tweets, you can go ahead and type in that beautiful at symbol and follow it up with at Greg Goodness. And guys, you can find me on Twitter as well at HeyRoya, that's H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A, and I'm also on Instagram with the same name. And you can find me on the tweets at SMAN80, that's S-M-A-N-8-0, and right here on Wednesday nights with Klondike and Sunday nights with Looking After Shows. I'm Zach Wilson. You can catch me on the Twitter at ThatZachWilson, and you can also catch me on Grim, Almost Human, and Helix. All right, guys, don't do any cocaine. We are just kidding about the superpower stuff. (laughs) But not about the losing the weight. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 